You're listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Cult Movie Cantina. Hello. This is the podcast that uh, introduces... <laughs> do you know what kind of podcast no, this I don't is? Know. I'm, I'm, this is my third one today, so I don't know what I'm doing. All right, so this is the podcast that looks at, uh, takes a look at some of your favorite cult films, uh, pairs it with an alcohol beverage. Me. Sh- and introduces someone who's not seen it. Present. <laughs> and then we talk about it. I'm your, Na- I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by... Your facilitator of fun and lady of libation, Stephanie... Justina, your Jellico Jester. She who knows no movies. Admiral. Nope. <laughs> nope. You're not an admiral. admiral. She thinks she's an admiral, but she's not. She's not an admiral. I am. Welcome. I hope you enjoy this. And uh, we have a special guest. We have uh, uh, Tommy Wedgen from uh, Gamers and Geeks. Yeah, I am a gamer and I am a geek. All right. I am Tommy Witchin, so He's also our landlord. Our landlord. Which may or may not have been why I cleaned all day. <laughs> <laughs> Just realizing. <laughs> no, it always looks like this, Tommy. It always looks like oh, this. Okay, cool. Tommy was gracious enough to share our vision and having a studio and a home, and so he gave that to us. I'm very, very grateful. So thank you very and much. It's awesome. It's all part of the geek and nerd family. And right. For sure. Perfectly, so, and we love it. And so we're, we, mm-hmm. we love to be a part of it. And so, uh, it is Christmas time. Yes, it is. And Hollis Queens. <laughs> Mom's cooking chicken and collard greens. Yes. Okay. Collard greens. I've never heard that before in my life. I really? love yes. chicken and collard greens. Now I'm hungry. It's a Run DMC song. Yeah, yeah. It's a really great oh. Run DMC song. Don't judge It's me. before your time. Thank you. I know a song of theirs. Well, the which, one that Aerosmith did. Tricky? Yes, I just. I was like, <laughs> I was just listening to it when I pulled into the hospital today. Yeah, it's pretty much the most Nice. Tricky. Um, so we're doing holiday movies this month. Um, and, what, and a Harry Potter movie, mind you. What holiday is it? Yule? <laughs> it depends so, on which one of us you ask. Uh, that's true. That is definitely, definitely true. All of them. Um, we are doing... Uh, uh, today's movie is going to be Home Alone from 1990. I love this movie It's, so it's a great movie. Um, we're going to listen to the trailer now. When the McAllister family left on their Christmas vacation... Did we miss the flight? No, you just made it. Yeah! They forgot one small thing. Have yourself I have a terrible feeling. Christmas. Did you lock up? Yeah. Do we set the timers on the lights? Mm-hmm. What else could we be forgetting? Our troubles will be ours. Kevin! Ah! Home Alone. Police in the northern suburbs are on the lookout for a pair of burglars who are calling themselves the Wet Bandits. We know that you're in there. It's Santa Claus. And it's Elf. Get off my property. This is my house. I have to defend it. Where's your mother? My mom's in the car. Where's your father? He's at work. What about your brothers and sisters? I'm an only child. Where do you live? Can't tell you that. Why not? Because you're a stranger. He's a kid. I mean, what can a kid do to us? Kids are stupid. I know I was. You still are, Mark. This is it. Ow! I don't care if I have to get out on your runway and hitchhike. I am going to get home to my son. Oh! Yeah! 
Take your shoes off. Why are you dressed like a chicken? Gus Polinski, polka king of the Midwest. If you have to get to Chicago, we'll gladly drive you. Hey, guys. Yesterday, he was just a kid. Ah! But tonight, he's a home security system. You guys give up or you're thirsty for more? From John Hughes. You know, I got a feeling this is going to be your best Christmas ever. A family comedy without the family. Ah! Home Alone. Are you here all alone? I'm eight years old. You think I'd be here alone? I don't think so. And that was Home Alone. <laughs> Why didn't you program the trailer into your sound machine? Because I haven't had time to work on this stuff. <laughs> this is his third podcast oh, of the day. You Stephanie. thought you missed something, didn't you? No, you didn't. <laughs> All of a sudden, like a <gasps> Google ad is going to pop in. Yeah, he'll, in, he'll insert. Yeah, we'll, we'll edit that in. Tommy was like, I want to hear this. Oh my God, <laughs> it's like, like headphones on real quick. Well, I don't want to talk during the commercial. <laughs> Um, it's because he started typing. It really gave the impression that we were. We I never really get to watch it, Tommy. It's a yeah. it's a trick every time. It's a trick. <laughs> we're like, it's a trick. It was so fun. It was the best. Well, when he when he got his new recorder, he was so excited oh, yeah, because he's like, I can load the the trailer into it and play it right when we say we. And he's not one time has he ever done it. Not one time. But I I did read the instructions on how to do it and quickly have forgotten. <laughs> so I'm going to have to look at the instructions again. <laughs> start all over. But again. however, it does have sound effects. So we have. Uh-oh. Let's put it on so. Oh, yeah. Kind of, kind of, kind of for your that. special evening. Yeah, kind yeah. of. <laughs> and then we got. And then we have. That's oh, for my yeah. jokes. I'm hilarious. Oh, that's for you? Yeah. And then we have. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes these are also yeah. for me because it, it doesn't land. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we've done Home Alone. From 1990, uh, directed by Chris uh, Columbus, uh, written by John Hughes, stars Macaulay Culkin as Kevin, Joe Pesci as Harry, Daniel Stern as Marv, Catherine O'Hara as Kate, and John Hurd as Peter. So when was the first time you guys seen this film? When it originally came Mm. out? When I was eight. I like that you know the age. (laughs) What well, year it came was out this in again? 1990. So 1990 November, uh, okay. November 16th, 1990. So it's a good way to know that. <laughs> Justina was like a one. Yes, I, I watched it while I was one. I was a very smart one-year-old, so I really took the pranks to heart. So to November 1990, I was 18. You were 18? I, I was, was 18. Yeah. <laughs> I was Thanks one for in making like me feel old. Two months. Old. Thanks so much. <laughs> well, I was one in two months, so I was still shatting in my underpants. You were you're shatting. My underloos. I don't think you had So you were like one. the same age as Kevin. <laughs> I was the same age as Kevin. I could not go into the grocery store without them getting me to do, ah, because I looked just like him. I was saying, you kind of look like My him. My son looks like him as well. And the guy in Dell Champs dating myself uh, <laughs> used to always make me do that when I was standing in line. And there's a Polaroid picture floating out there somewhere of nice. me doing that with a shopping cart in front of nice. me. Nice. I need to find that. that yes, you do. That, yeah, Classic. that has to that has to happen. That I I first saw this probably ninety one because it came out in ninety, so it takes about a year for it to come out on home VHS. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see it until VHS, and my brother was. Almost three, counting on three. So, uh, and as small children, uh, you are all parents, 
And you understand how children, when they get a hold of fixated on something, mm. they'll watch it over and over again. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> but I can sing to you, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, if you would like right now. I just want to say my proud parent moment that both of my boys could sing Sweet Transvestite by the time that they were three. <laughs> well done. Because nice. we would totally a, watch. My kids sing Hamilton, so. Yeah. Mackenzie did the whole Skylar Sisters all the time. in the car There's the other day. Oh, that's nice. I know. Dressed in drag. <coughs> nice. <laughs> my cousin doing Rocky Horror. It's, it was I, bad. I, I was five. I, I oh, get, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, you also had good parents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I need to get my hands on that. That'd be funny. Um, but Patrick watched it a million times. And I remember watching it the first time and, and really enjoying it. But Patrick had watched it like a billion times. And so it was on a list of like a movies that I had I couldn't watch anymore. I understand. Which include um, Mary Poppins, mm. um, Pet Cemetery, <laughs> um, and um, what was the other one? Um, oh, Beetlejuice. I couldn't watch Beetlejuice for a very long time either. I've got movies like that because of my husband. He will watch <laughs> them over and over. He's got, he's got three, I think. What's, on, like the, what's on the list? Um, <laughs> Have you met Jamie? <laughs> um, a Few Good Men. It's you like, can't handle the truth. I am so sick and tired of that damn movie. <laughs> Never seen that movie. Um, a Few Good Men is one. Um, nothing. Uh, any of the Rocky movies. And I only say that because if, if it's a Rocky movie and if it's on, we're watching it regardless. <laughs> Period. That's just the way he is. And, um, and I hate to say this because it's such a good movie. But I have seen it so many times now, and it's the Shawshank Redemption because he watches it all the damn time. Because it's good. But yeah, but it's like Stephanie got to you know get busy living or get busy dying. I'm get busy watching something else while he's in there doing it. I'm pretty sure you still haven't seen it. Mm-mm. It's a wonderful movie. The first thirty times. After that, it's just. Mm. What movie have you seen the most? In my life. Uh... Mm. Does Rocky Horror count? Because sure. I do that yeah. a lot. Okay, sure. I mean, yeah, it's sure. like that's that's probably one I've seen a lot. I wonder if there's any. I don't like to watch movies over and over. I, do. I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I do music. Uh, Color Purple probably is a close second because that's my favorite movie. What about you? Uh, for me, I would, if, to be honest, it would probably be Star Trek II Wrath of Khan if, if I'm looking at what I've seen. Yeah, I've seen that a lot too. Of course, of my life, I think that would be number one. Recently, as I've been older in the last few years, it's been Ocean's Eleven. Okay, I've, I that's like it's like junk food. It's like comfort when I'm like, there's there's nothing on TV. I can't find anything. Else. Oh, look, Ocean's Eleven, and I will watch Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> Do you I, know I've never made it through one of those movies? That's like I've sad, seen bits and pieces of, of each of them. Eleven's the best. In my opinion. 11's the best. Um, I like I like them all kind of in order. Eleven, twelve, and I like eight. Eight's really fun too, but. Um, you should give them. They're fun. They're really fun. And and watching them in pieces don't do justice because they all kind of collect together at the, at the end of each movie. Yeah. So it's it's good to watch them through and then go. Oh, that's how they did everything. It's it's that's real fun. What about yours? Okay, so movies, no judgment. It's probably The Little Mermaid because I watched that over and over again as a kid. Like that was my comfort when I was upset. That was the movie I watched, which is why it was my favorite. Um, I've actually seen TV shows more than movies. So of movies, I've actually seen the whole TV show of Psych over and over and over again. Because if I had a bad day or something bad happened, it was like, we're binge watching Psych till it's over. I'm going to start it all over again. So it's probably Psych. 
mine is uh, Happy Gilmore. Okay. <laughs> That's a good movie. That's a good one. As a kid, I watched that movie every night before I went to sleep. I that was my brother in The Land Before Time when yeah. I met him at four and I hated him in that movie and I still cannot watch that movie. <laughs> I love Happy Gilmore. It explains so much of my personality. Too. It, it does. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> Adam Sandler's hilarious. Yeah, he is. That was fun. You ready for the sermon? Preach it. Preach it. Brothers and sisters, gather around. We are introduced to the McAllister family as they prepare for a Christmas vacation in Paris, France. How, though? How, though? With all those children? How, though? (laughs) One child. No, we can't go. Um... uh, Gathering at Peter and Kate's home in Chicago's suburb uh, on the night of before their departure, um, Peter and Kate's youngest son Kevin is the subject of ridicule by his uh, older siblings. Uh, the mo- the one I will mo- mention now is Buzz. Buzz. <clears throat> uh, later, Ke- uh, Kevin accidentally ruins the family dinner and their flight uh, tickets to Paris after a scuffle with Buzz, resulting in him being sent to the attic of the house as punishment. That was a pretty sweet attic, is all I'm saying. <laughs> it was. It was kind of nice. It's almost as good as the Goonies attic. Right. When he berates yeah. uh, Kate's mother and wishes that his whole family would disappear. During the night, heavy winds damage the power lines, which causes a power outage and resets the alarm clocks, causing the family to oversleep. In the confusion and rush to get to the airport, Kevin is accidentally left behind. My poor, goodness. Poor Kevin. <laughs> In, in their defense, they did do a head count, and that neighbor kid screwed everything up. That's true. I mean, yeah. they, I like they the were end. trying to be responsible. He was wearing the same beanie, too. Yeah, he was wearing the same beanie. So, Well, he got counted. He just was the wrong kid. <laughs> and Buzz was trying to mess up the count. Right. It was 7, 14, 24. Buzz is an asshole. <laughs> he was. Uh, Kevin wakes up to find the house empty, and uh, thinking his wish comes true is over. Overjoyed with his newfound freedom. However, he soon becomes frightened uh, by the next door neighbor, old man Marley, who is rumored to be a serial killer who murdered his own family, as and as well as the wet bandits, Harry and Max, Marv, excuse me, a pair of burglars who have been breaking into vacant houses in the neighborhood and have targeted the McAllister's house. Kevin tricks them into thinking his family is still home, forcing them to put their plans on hold. Kate realizes mid-flight that Kevin was left behind. <laughs> Mid-flight. <laughs> and yes. a, so I feel like we're missing something. I feel like we didn't do something. Kevin! <laughs> and, Kevin! She's so good. Catherine O'Hare is so good in this. Uh, and upon uh, arrival in Paris, the family discovers that all the flights for the next two days are booked. Peter and the rest of the family stay in his brother's Rob's apartment in Paris while Kate manages to fly back to the U.S. Um, but only gets as far as Scranton, Pennsylvania after flying from Dallas, Texas. She attempts to book a flight to Chicago, but again, everything is booked. Unable to accept this, Kate is overheard by Gus Polanski, the lead member of a traveling polka band, who offers her uh, t- to travel with him to Chicago on their way to Milwaukee in a moving van, which she uh, gratefully accepts. Meanwhile, Harry and Marv finally realize that Kevin is home alone, and on Christmas Eve, overhears them discussing plans to break into the house at night. Kevin begins to miss his family and asks the local Santa Claus impersonator if he could you know, bring his family back for Christmas. He goes to the church, watches the choir perform, and then he meets the old, old man Marley, who dispels the rumor, uh, rumors about him. He points out his granddaughter in the choir, and uh, who he's never met, and uh, as he and his son are estranged. Kevin suggests that they should, you know, reconcile, reconcile with his son. Kevin returns home and rigs the house with booby traps to take over, uh, to take on the booby traps. Booby traps. 
best part. Harry and Marv break in and spring the trap, suffer various injuries. <laughs> Uh, while the duo pursue Kevin around the house, he calls the police and flees, then lures Harry and Marv into a neighbor, neighbor, neighboring home, which is uh, then they have previously broke into. Uh, they ambush him and prepare to get their revenge, but Marley intervenes, knocks them unconscious with a snow shovel. The police arrive and arrest Harry and Marv, uh, having identified all the houses they broke in due to Marv's destructive character- characteristic of flooding them. On Christmas Day, Kevin is disappointed to find that his family's still gone. He then hears Kate enter the house and call for him. They reconcile and are soon joined by the rest of the family, uh, who waited in Paris until they could obtain a direct flight to Chicago. Kevin keeps silent about the encounter with Harry and Marv, uh, although Peter finds Harry's knocked-out gold tooth. Kevin then observes Marley returning to his uh, with his son and daughter-in-law and granddaughter. Marley notices Kevin and the pair wave each other. And then... The end. Buzz then yells, Kevin, what, what did, did you do, do to my room? room? <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was a quick synopsis, but there's a lot to unpack here. There's so much. Uh, I would like to just put the question on the table for everyone. How terrible are Kevin McAllister's parents? <laughs> They're very terrible. I mean, so terrible. How do you how do you not know your kid is missing? I can see. How do you board the airplane? That's what I'm saying. I can see getting in the car right. and then turning around and doing another count and saying, oh shit, and then going back. But how do you make it all the way to the airport Different times. and board the plane and still not know your son is not there? I don't know how they boarded the plane. I Again, like it's a different number of children, but having had flown with three of them, like it's a whole to do where you're like, okay, this one's a kid, this one's a kid. This one's like it's all, yeah. each one of them, and where are they sitting? Who are they sitting next to? What what number of seats do we need? Like you know all these things. How did they not know? Yeah, I don't care. How did they not? They're bad not, parents. They're bad it's parents. Obvious. I want to know what they did for a living to take like twenty seven people to Paris. To Paris yeah. to so, turn around and come so, back. So That's the, the part answer? that would piss me okay. off. So the, in the novelization of Home Alone, um, there's a novel. There is the, the there's the back then, mm. and they don't Good do as much mm. now, but back then. Um, when there was a movie come out, they did a novelization of the movie. Hmm. Oh, I don't want the novelization of the movie. I want the movie of the novelization. Oh, sorry. So, um, uh, Peter McAllister is a quote-unquote businessman. Okay. <laughs> mafia? Nothing nothing specific than businessman. It's got to be mafia. Right? It's got to be mafia. His wife, Drugs. Kate, is a fashion designer, which explains the mannequins in the house. Ah. Okay. And so I'm going to Paris. Yeah. So that that does explain the mannequins and the businessman. It's got to be mafia. <laughs> there, he was watching a mafia movie. Right. right. And the whole time his son was missing, he was completely calm. Mom like, was freaking out. Calm. He was just like, "We'll stay here. Bye, mom. <laughs> Gonna leave you in." Like like they and didn't what even care. Does, what does the brother do to have a house in He's Paris and a house in New company. York? Because. Because mm-hmm. in in the second movie he's got a, the brother has a house in New York, same brother in Paris. I guess next year we'll do Home Alone too. I don't want Tommy back for next year. I have a I have a quirky thing to ask. Sure. So when he's sitting there and he's remembering all the all the heads are popping up, mm-hmm. right? Do you remember whenever uh, Buzz pops up and he says, "Kevin, you're such a disease." And he no no he says Kevin I'm going to feed you to my tarantula right. that's what it was yeah. and then he hits him with the people's eyebrow right right <laughs> so I don't remember seeing that in the movie I don't, it wasn't in so, the special so, film so but all the other parts were right. but that part wasn't it, it could have been a deleted scene it could be something that you know, yeah and so yeah why did it get added later though because it's kind of scary it sets up the tarantula really because mm-hmm. we don't see the tarantula really until right after that 
Interesting. Or when he's no, yeah. actually, it's before because he walks into the room and he was talking about it. Yeah, because right? he wants to sleep in Buzz's room because because yeah. Fuller wets the bed, <laughs> which <laughs> was played by his younger brother. <laughs> he was drinking Pepsi. Right. That, he looks at him and smiles. That that mischievous. Yeah. <laughs> also, pet tarantulas are not deadly, so that's not really. <laughs> I, a I still thing. wouldn't want to touch one though. They're furry. They got and they have little paws, like little cat care. paws. <laughs> They're really adorable. cute. They do. Have For you ever others. seen tarantula paws? They're adorable. No, I've never gotten close I enough to shed. see their paws. They do shed. They shed. Yep. They shed. So and, if I and start to see little hairs, it's either a pube or a tarantula. Mm-hmm. So they also <laughs> <a> huge gamble. <laughs> they'll use their hair as a defense too. Like if they are frightened, they will shoot their hair out on you, and they will stick like little pieces Present of fiberglass. Presenting America's worst game show: Pube or Tarantula? <laughs> Pube or Tarantula? <laughs> Where you have to guess for big bugs. <laughs> are they curled? <laughs> yeah, they're straight. Well, no, they are curly-haired tarantulas. See, actually, that would be a fun game. Scotty. They do. They do have curly-haired tarantulas. Oh wow. <laughs> Um, this, this, the, I, I love how this movie just starts in like utter chaos. I've, I've been to like, you know, Christmas family and it's like that. It's like everyone's everywhere and no one's, I love how Uncle Frank doesn't want to pay for those. It's not my house. So I love to uh, say, is your adult here? Or is your, <laughs> is your parent here? Is your parent? Yes, but they don't live here. Right. Yeah. yeah when, uh, when, um, uh, Harry's disguised as the cop trying to find out all the houses and they're, they're empty. That whole thing's funny. And it's like, it's it's funny and curious how long it is. Yeah. I mean, it's like 15 it, minutes of the movie. It, yeah. it, it kind of sets up the whole beginning. Whole because, thing. Because it pauses and it goes upstairs to where he's he's in the room and then he's like, I'm living alone. He's jumping up and down. <laughs> right. and he's just sitting there watching all of this. Right. right. The pizza guy always knocks over the, yeah, the, the statue. That was great. Oh, uh, it, it, it it's utterly created. I love and I like the the, the Marv's whole thing about um, leaving the water open for all the places. The web bandits. The web bandits. It's our it's our signature, which you know is their ultimate downfall because they find it all. Right. He's not very bright. No. Yes. Mm. We should all try to say wet bandits as sexy as possible. <laughs> wet bandits. Wet bandits. Wet bandits. <laughs> the wet. Uh. Bandits. You have that like sexy radio voice. <laughs> he does voice, have a though. sexy voice. <laughs> Tommy's, Tommy's radio voice is great. Things I never knew about Tommy. I didn't even know. About Get him so. on a microphone. <laughs> to the microphone now. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, it, it's funny. You, know, you and I saw this uh, last week right. uh, at the Explorium um, together, and I had forgotten how funny it was. Yeah. I mean, we were just howling. It, um, it was just, hilarious. And I had forgotten that, like, like I knew I, what I remembered at Home Alone. I knew the, the break-in and the booby traps and the, ah, I remember all yeah. that stuff. Forgot about the old guy's character arc in the middle of the thing that they throw in where, you know, you think he's a yeah. serial killer and turns out to be a really nice yeah. dude. What, what Questionably I, nice dude, because I'm not sure how nice he is. I forgot about the toothbrush. Uh, yeah, when he goes in to buy the toothbrush. Stealing, yeah. Right. Uh, shoplifting part. I forgot all about oh, yeah. that. Like, and the cop couldn't catch him. <laughs> More importantly, his parents didn't have an extra toothbrush they took. Like, they took all of the toothbrushes. Yeah, every like, toothbrush in the house. Well, but That's one of the things I love, though, about this movie that I'd forgotten about is all the little shopping trips that he would take. Yeah. And it's like, are you here by yourself? Lady, I'm eight years old. Do you think I mean? Mm-hmm. But I like how he's like buying says, like fabric sauce. Right, right. I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> he did the laundry Some and milk, eggs, and fabric sauce. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
wait, I have a coupon for that. <laughs> that was awesome. He's very clever. I mean, he's very good. So do you know how this movie came about? Why yeah. I made this movie? So um, John Hughes' previous movie was a movie called Uncle Buck with, uh, with John Candy. Oh, yeah, that's a cute movie. And, and Macaulay Culkin's also in it. And because uh, he's one of Uncle Buck's nephews. Okay. He's the, the youngest nephew. And uh, John Hughes was so enamored with Macaulay Culkin. Like Michael Jackson was. Not quite, <laughs> but it was like. <laughs> a different kind of enamored. Knew, oh, man. He, he knew if he had the right story, he could put, put right. that kid in. And that's what he did. He, he wrote the part for him. And they still had an audition process. And there's some other kids. kids like the, the, the neighbor kid that gets confused. Yeah, he was he was in content. He was in line to play oh, okay. Kevin too, and so you know I think they always do like as a backup in case right. something happens with Macaulay. They've got this going this going on. So I thought that was just really interesting. But yeah, Uncle Buck good. is the reason why this movie exists, and Uncle Buck's a great movie. So yeah, I like that. So I have a question. Okay, we're gonna go around the table. It's nice to say that. Thank you for completing our table. You're eight years old. Just picture it. Okay, you happen to be left alone for a couple weeks at your house. A what couple of weeks. Doing? A couple of days. Well, it, it felt like weeks. Days. It felt like weeks. Okay, that kid did a lot. Okay, a couple of days. <laughs> he just he followed in your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what would you do? First off, <laughs> same situation that the kid is in or no? Let's Because that's okay. important. Like my well, real I grew life or six siblings. Like, so I, I guess just think of like your actual life when you were eight. No, no. I mean like are people trying to break in or no? Okay, let's do that. Yeah, but well, no, no, no. Let's in? back up. Let's just, like because he went shopping. Okay, and stuff. so like, if people just are trying to break that, in, my what parents would, would come home to no house. I would have sold it and kept all the money. <laughs> all the, all the, I used to sell my Easter candy out in the front of my yard. Okay, so, so you were always a businessman. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was Easter candy, Christmas candy, <laughs> yeah, Halloween oh, candy, out. all like trading. House for sale. Yeah, I yeah. think it's fifteen hundred square feet. I don't know for sure though. Oh, I would have measured it out. <laughs> I would have done some market research. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah, all right. I, I would have, if not the house itself, because that'd have been kind of far fetched. I'd have likely sold all the belongings because <laughs> their house was nice, right? Yeah, it was baller. Yeah. They had all kinds of, like china cabinet stuff. Man, they yeah. didn't nothing. I'd have had like a room full of like Nintendos and every Nintendo like game. Like the billionaire kid or yeah, whatever great. that movie yeah. is. <laughs> I um at well number one at eight years old I was an only child, so if my parents accidentally left me, there's but at a problem. Seven, she wasn't. <laughs> But, no, I wasn't at 13. But it was funny how she was like, at eight years old, I was an only child. Well, I mean, Because I had gotten guys, rid of yeah, the competition. The competition was out. You guys know I had siblings, but, <laughs> but I didn't have them until I was 13. Right, but it's just so the way you approach that statement. In was, general, if your parents what I'm forgot saying, about you. What I was you. saying, if they forgot about, if they left and forgot about me, there's something really wrong. And I would probably have to go find a new family to live with. So let's just say something happened. So even if they would have came back, you'd have just... Yeah, I would have been pissed at it. I was like, y'all just left me. You're terrible people. (laughs) I'm out. I I was a latchkey kid, so I'd have been fine. I I could work the microwave. (laughs) It'd have been like... Now the, the the people breaking in, I mean, I've locked doors. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't have enough stuff to like booby trap. Because we, when I was eight, we lived in a trailer. Marv is not coming to a trailer. So. I, I would have don't totally booby trapped. That was my childhood. I, I will say that I did own a gun at eight. I got my first gun when I was in the second grade. My my dad was an, uh, yeah. a, a police officer, but um, so I was always trained with firearms, and so I feel like I could protect myself. I had a bolt action twenty-two nice. long rifle. So yeah, I think I think I would have been all right. I'm glad you two didn't know each other as kids. 
Because I feel like some shit would have happened. I feel oh, yeah. like I would have been his muscle for whatever like <laughs> mafia selling business he's like, he had as a kid. Because yeah. I, like, I would have loved muscle. that. I would have. I used to. I, I beat Give up a neighbor kid with a tennis racket one time when I was like in the third grade. Can I tell you the Elvis story? <laughs> the, the what? Elvis story? Did, did I tell you the Elvis story? I don't know. So we're talking about beating up children. Um, well, I was also a child, so it was I not was too, le- illegal. Assault's <laughs> um, assault. <laughs> I was living in Texas. I know I've told this on one of the podcasts. I, I was living I, in Texas when I was little. Um, the next door neighbor was named Elvis. Oh yeah, you did tell me this. And uh, Elvis was just. And Elvis may be right now living in a, a fine young man with a family. Maybe he's a doctor. I'm hoping the best for him. But at the but time, probably not. But at the time, Elvis was a little shit and <laughs> just a little shit. And so, and just harassed me and harassed me. And finally, you know, I have a temper, and it was less controlled when I was five or six or where it was so i beat the everlooking shit out of elvis like i mean like and like not just pummeled him i bit him on his arms it was <laughs> <laughs> was it like christmas story like right. just on top just we're just on <laughs> <laughs> making up cuss words right right and so it's, uh, all right so in most situations that's where the story ends right but not for this one Elvis's mom finds out that I beat the shit out of Elvis and bit, bit his arms all up, and so she she comes she comes to my mother for because she's upset that some some monster has beaten up her child. Your pit bull, right? After like, my kid. Right, right. Like there's still blood in my mouth. I'm chained up or whatever. We should make this a movie. So she she yells at my mother. Well, well. You don't yell at my mother. Did your mom bite her? No. Oh, I can God. see your mom bit her, though. I can but, see your mom decking her. That would be the best but if she bit mom, her back. But mom fought with Elvis's mom. Like, it had verbal... It was, uh, like, it was, like, it was almost domestic abuse, right? It's like... It's like... <laughs> the most white trash thing ever. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no, it gets worse. So Elvis's mom... curlers, like right, rollers Elvis in their is, and, Oh, my God. And this is in a trailer park in Texas. Nederland, Texas, which is right across the state line from Louisiana. Oh. This is like the, this is near Beaumont. So, so, Cigarettes. This is so right. white. Oh. This is so white trash. And like, this, this is... is the, uh, so I'm five, so 1982. This is... The, when you're born, this is when this right. is happening. So, um, uh, Elvis's mom does what any reasonable mother does when her child is being beaten and eaten by a monster. <laughs> um, she calls uh, DHR oh. on my family because clearly, if I'm being raised a monster, there's something going on, right? I mean, in her defense, I might would have called DHR too if, if my child had look, bite, bite marks. <laughs> look, look. Mama Elvis, I'm not mad. <laughs> right. I understand. I'm just saying, Mama Elvis. I understand. okay. So, cut to days. We don't know that they called. She's not like I've called. They're none of that. She's smart. She calls and does, doesn't say anything. Radio silence. Is this before, or after your parents or your mom and her verbally abusing? No, each this other? is after the verbal fight. So they verbally fight, so and then she's she like, lost the verbally. Fight. Right. She, yeah. she, totally lost the she had to turn to the authorities. Mom knows, how to, mom knows how to throw a word or two. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> So, <laughs> I remember this morning. So, I, I get up, uh, and this is, I've talked about this, stuff. there's there's a weird time in history uh, where you just let your children run free. Yeah, I <laughs> well, remember those days. Right, yeah. you would just run free, like in the neighborhood. Yeah. Like, you're just going to run, the, that baby's just going to run free. 
And so that's what we did. This is before, you know, really before Adam Walsh, Walsh and the, the Stranger Danger stuff. None of that. We just ran free in the neighborhood and went to the trailer park. And so there was a, at the back end of the trailer park, there was an empty trailer and all this mud pits, cool stuff that, you know, the boys are all, we were playing whatever we were playing. Throwing rocks through windows. And so we were playing um, Cowboys and Indians, and I'm the Indian because. You're an Indian. I'm the Indian. Right. And so I make I put war paint on my face. <laughs> <laughs> out of out of the mud. Oh, yeah. Right. And I'm disguised my like theater Scotty's like, commit. Yes. <laughs> Five years old, I am like yeah, anybody got early. any feathers. Right. Yeah, like I can't find feathers, but I'm I am covered head especially my face because i didn't do lines i like i like cover, the whole face i covered it like i was arnold schwarzenegger and predator i was just <laughs> I'm covered in mud and uh it's lunchtime mm-hmm. and so you just do 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 go back i'll see you i'll see you after lunch <laughs> like and totally forgot like i you know i'm invisible to predators i got so much mud on me and i walk in and there's the dhr lady <laughs> Walking me, walking oh up. Oh my god! She's got her notepad, and she's already interviewed my grandmother, who's living with us, and my uncle. Uh, mom's at work; she's gonna go interview it, and she hasn't seen me yet. And she just walks. Here I go, walking up, and I'm just like, I like mud pies. I like mud. Pies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the most inopportune time. I mean, I could have had Elvis's head with me. That would probably been worse. <laughs> Look what I found. But luckily, um, it was Texas 1982, and they were like, oh, this boys will be boys. And so that now, so nothing came out of that. But That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> Shout out to Elvis. What's up? Shout yeah. out to Elvis. I hope he's a doctor. I don't know his last If I knew his last name, I'd look him up. But, uh, you know, because I. He would not want to hear from you, Scotty. He probably don't forgot about me. I what? don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like you'd remember I, that. I wish him well, though. I hope it's he's like a doctor. Funny. He's got like, lovely kids and hot wife and just happy. Like, I'm so sorry, Elvis. Don't. I don't, don't know the name of the kid that I beat up. Gotta to be name, honest. Got to know the names of your victims. Got to cross it in your heart. I know. I just. <laughs> got to carry that with you. <laughs> yeah. I just remember right. we were outside playing and he was teasing me about something. And I always, I mean, I like. I've always been a tomboy, so, you know, I want to be outside and riding bikes and climbing trees and playing with Star Wars stuff, which my parents never let me have because they wanted me to be a girl. So I would always hang out with the guys and play with their toys. And I I remember that he was teasing me about some shit, and we were outside, and I got so mad, I went home. Like, I walked home. Went to the closet, got my tennis racket, <laughs> walked back down to where he was, and beat the shit out of him with my tennis racket. Hell yeah. Did he mess with you again? Nope. There you go. Because his mama told him he was not allowed to play with me anymore. <laughs> uh, other other weird story that happened. That, so, 82, the times were different. Um, there was a UPS guy that would come in, in the... Um, uh, trailer park you know, delivering packages and so you know he had a bunch of packages to deliver and all the kids knew him and all the kids liked him and everything and so uh one day he was like you just stand here in the well i'm gonna go deliver this back you just stand here in the truck uh-uh. so i stood in the truck like five i'm in the ups truck i'm the man right some other person who lived there saw me in the truck and yelled at me and was like get out of that you cannot supposed to be in the i'm like the guy told me i could be and he's like he did not no you know it's just right and i i'm like no i'm not lying and then they came up and they pulled me literally yanked me and threw me to the ground out of the truck did you ask him for a w2 <laughs> <laughs> for being in your business this I sh- year i should have yeah, i should have right. I, I, 
If I understood how that worked back then. Oh, I want to use that in the future. <laughs> I've heard no. that before in my life. That's it. Tommy has to be on all of our podcasts now. This is great. Oh, You're man. always welcome. I'm going to throw that down with my brother. I was, like, I was invited, was it last year? Mm-hmm. And you and, ditched us? Is uh, that what you're saying yeah, right now? Yeah, pretty much. I, yeah. My anxiety was like super high. And I was I, like, I can't do we, this. I pitched a spinoff show of this. I, I pitched a spinoff show of this where me and Tommy would just talk about just Nicolas Cage movies. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, great. I remember that. That. Nicolas like, Cage. In the Cage with Tommy and Scotty. They're so yeah. terrible, some of them. <laughs> Most They're of great. them. <laughs> Most of them. But still, I love them. I think what I loved about this movie the best was the... I like Tommy getting back his own topic. <laughs> was the creativity that he brought to the table. I mean, just like, I've always been a creative type person and I love the idea of that. And I remember taking a shit as a child and looking in the bathroom, like if somebody broke in, what would I do? Like I'd break the little thing that hold the towel and beat them with it and That's try to figure fantastic. out like how I would escape or how I would hurt somebody, you know? So That's just, awesome. just all the stuff that he used, I just like when they come through the window and they step on the balls and just everything, it just, speaks to me yes oh so that's pretty cool so what's your favorite scenes my, my favorite scenes are the shopping when he's out shopping and it's because he's such a little um he's he's, he's just a little Ma- man <laughs> macaulay Culkin is brilliant i mean like it, to be at that age and to be able to be so um his timing as an actor was just amazing and the way he delivered lines was just for that age i just it was I've never seen another child do that. Also, some of those lines were improvised. Children don't do that. They do what they. A child actually do what they tell. Saying yeah. so, he's you know, there's something to him. But the way he would you know just deliver lines to the adults, and he's a little smart ass, and it was great. Here's my question: How old was he? You know, a lot of times they'll cast somebody older and say he just turned younger. forty this year. No, no, no. How old was he? Those I'm saying. Was well, he, he actually eight playing year, an eight-year-old? So. Probably ten playing an eight-year-old. He's uh, he he's probably close close in the age. Yeah, because okay. if he just turned forty this year, and that came out in he turned forty. Okay, so he was ten because I'm thirty-eight and yeah, so, yeah, yeah, well, so. yeah. So he was ten when he did awesome. that. So so, so not much older. So that's when it came out. They filmed it the year before, so he was probably nine. Closing. Yeah. Yeah. So. So yeah, close to the age. For what's your favorite thing? Tommy, I don't, I, I don't know really. <laughs> uh, man, I just like there's so many of them to choose from. I'm guessing just whenever he's kicking the shit out of the burglars, you know, like I can't really choose one. I, I, when I was watching it with my son, because we 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 watched we watched this, that was really hard. We 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 when we we watched this uh, last night for the podcast because I wanted to freshen up, right? right. Be ready. Uh, he died at the part whenever he got his head caught on fire. I oh, mean, yeah. Just straight. Died. I mean, he was like falling out of bed. Like, like at first he didn't want to watch the movie. He said, no, I don't want to watch the movie. And I said, watch the movie with me. This is a movie I liked when I was a kid. You know, so I had to go through this huge long thing yeah. just to get him to come yeah. in the room and watch the movie with me. And he was, you know, play Fortnite, you know. And <laughs> we started watching it and he was like, this is boring. And I'm like, just sit here and watch it. And all of a sudden he kind of started getting into it. And he went from like laying to like kind of sitting Indian style in the middle of the bed. And by the end of the movie, he was just on the edge of the bed like that's awesome is, is there a part two no, he called it season one because oh, you know, yeah. you know, like 
<laughs> there's not part one, part two, or a movie. It's season anymore. one. Yeah, it's season one. So uh-huh. he was like, "Is there another season?" So I was like, "There's a second one where he's in New York." Which, by the way, is really good. We had to watch, and it's the same cookie cutter. You know, there's a person that he helped, yeah. who saves him at the end. Right. You know, pretty. It's the pigeon lady, and then there's yeah, the second yeah. one, right? Uh, and well, then, and a toy, the Toy Story, he saves. But yeah. I love the second movie too because he's. It's more of that, you know, how well, I Tim Curry's in the second of, one too, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It, not and, not a lot, and, but uh our orange president. Yeah, the president said yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Just for a second, yeah. Yeah, briefly. Uh before he was the the president. Yeah. I had to point that out, Thomas. We 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 binged all three. That's good. <laughs> I have not seen the third one. Uh, it's not he weird. liked the third one the best because there was electronics involved, well, they, and Thomas wants to be a hacker. You oh, know? God. So he's like, "Whoa, the cameras and stuff," you know. But how old is your son? One. He's eight. Oh, so. perfect. It's perfect age for it. What What about you? For my favorite, yeah. No lie, it's been a while since I've seen it because I have not had time to rewatch it. Um, the things that stand out to me the most are. The scenes where he makes it look like there's people in the house, like the oh, yeah. paper cutouts. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the chaos of the family. And I, th- like, in general, I think I like, and it's not really a scene, but I like the chaos of the family in the beginning because it's so overwhelming. Like, it's made to make you feel like it's, like, it's constant and there's so much and it's overwhelming and you don't get that moment to yourself. But then the last scene where it was like he hits that point where it's you just need a couple of days to realize that like you miss that chaos and that family and then they all show up and it feels right again so Uh, i think i like the beginning and the end so um my favorite scene is um during the uh kevin beating up the uh, the burglars the whole booby trap stuff marv and the tarantula is the funniest damn thing. The way he screams. Just, right. And it's like, we see the treasure throughout the the movie. Once, once, yeah. you know, so there's a scene where, where Kevin has to go in his bro- older brother's room and it's a, the treasure is his, is his older brother's. And he breaks all the shelves and the treasure gets free and it just kind of roams the house for the rest of the movie. <laughs> and it's not part of the plan or anything. And right. it just, when he needed something to, to, to get away from, from the, because he's called by Marv. Yeah. This tarantula and it's he just picks so, it up right. and puts it Barely right on his face right <laughs> and just the scream yeah. he does is so damn funny and then when it gets on on um when it's when when what uh, is it because um doesn't it get on um uh Harry I don't think so I know he or tries that, to yeah, like yeah, hit yeah, him yeah, with yeah, the show yeah because oh, yeah, yeah. that's because that's where he gets the crowbar yeah. and Harry's yeah. like what are you doing what are you doing Marv what are oh, you yeah. doing don't. And then, don't move. and then he just gets sadder and sadder. It's just, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't move. It's just him with his like, crowbar. You know that to crack a rib, oh. right? Like, there is no oh. way. Oh, yeah. I think, they wouldn't have survived any of those. I think honorable mention my second favorite scene is... Uh, Angel with filthy souls, <laughs> where, where where he orders the pizza and oh, yeah. he sets yeah, up yeah. the fireworks, and the guy just goes running off. Who is it? You know, <laughs> I love that part. That's great. Uh, it's, it's so just incredibly funny. Um, I, it was like I said, noticing Macaulay Culkin, he's fantastic. Are you, and plus, you've got you know Daniel Stern and you got Joe Pesci who are great. Um, but everyone else is really really good in it. It's real. I mean, just. Oh, also like second, my honorable mention, John Candy. John Candy, oh, yeah, his, uh, the polka yes, role the is polka. just just completely one hundred percent improvised. 
Oh my god! It's kind of like the Tim Curry in the second one, right? right? Just like yeah, you know, golden spot. Insert somebody who's hilarious. I just like when he's like yeah, he, like he's talking to her when and when he mentions his name, like he expected her to know him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know the song's like polka polka. I know, polka, polka. <laughs> I Sorry, I just I guess you would have heard. Oh, anyway, so yeah. just so I oh so so funny. It's so so funny. Do you have a libation for us? I do. So um, it's actually a variation of something that I do at home all the time. This time of year, I do leave like your children behind. I leave my children behind. <laughs> my kids probably would have liked it if I'd left them behind. Um, so I like to drink my hot chocolates in the wintertime, and I always keep a bottle of peppermint schnapps that I'll put in there, you know, because it tastes good and has alcohol in it. But I found an awesome recipe, and I did try this, and it was delicious. I, I couldn't figure out how to bring hot chocolate and keep it hot because I don't have a thermos. I got you. So it's one of those. I have a really large thermos if that ever comes up again. Oh, no. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying you guys have to go home and try this because it's so good. So, um, of course, you have your hot chocolate, but in it you put um, one and a half ounces of Sailor Jerry Spice Drum and Ooh. one and a half ounces of butterscotch schnapps. Okay. And then just a dash of orange bitters. And it's so good. And of course, whipped cream if you want whipped cream. I don't like whipped cream, so. Orange bitter sounds like it would be really good in hot cocoa. Yeah. Mm. It's so good. Mm. Mm. So. Delicious. There's so many variations on the adult hot chocolate. We need some orange bitters. Oh. And you could use, I guess, any kind of spice drum. I like Sailor Jerry. Um, are you ready for some Apocrypha? Every day. I found yeah. a little bit of for this one. And mostly just alternate casting. Uh, the role for Uncle Frank was written for Kelsey Grammer. Really? Yep. Um, I don't know who that is. Frazier. Frazier. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Thank you. This is how we play this game. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Uh, Robert De Niro turned down the role of Harry. Okay. Um, Chris yeah. Farley auditioned for Santa Claus. <laughs> That's fun. And that would have been funny. That would have been so funny. Here are the list of people they considered for for Kevin's dad. Michael Douglas, Kevin Costner, Martin Sheen, Dan Aykroyd, Charles Grodin, John Travolta, Tom Skerritt, Bill Jesus. Murray, Jim Belushi, Chevy Chase, Harrison Ford, Tom Hanks, Sean Penn, Mel Gibson, Sylvester Stallone, Christopher Lloyd, Rick Moranis, Dennis Quaid, Jack Nicholson, John Goodman, Robin Williams, uh, Mark Lynn Baker. They all auditioned? They were all considered for the part. Okay, uh, let me ask you this. St- hold on. Okay. Steve Martin, Alan Thicke, Bruce Willis, Tony Danza, Dave Thomas, Robert Hayes, John Ritter, Ed O'Neill, Jeff Daniels, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold like, Schwarzenegger? I feel like they were making like an action movie with the dad. Like. Right. So I feel like, did they just make a list of all of the popular See, that's actors what I think. of that time? And they were yeah. like, this is who we're considering. Anybody that has a name. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anybody. John... There cool. were several on that list that absolutely would not have worked, though. No. Arnold Schwarzenegger, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> no, no. That would have been a completely different movie. Um, I think, looking at the list, Rick Moranis would have been great. Dennis Quaid would have been good. Dan Aykroyd would John have been good. John Goodman would have been good. Dan Aykroyd, Mark Lynn Baker, um, Robert Hayes, John Ritter. That's who I'd see. Jeff Daniels, too. I could see Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Too. So, uh, trivia. Okay. Um, here's a question for you. Uh, Tommy mentioned this earlier. How many times is the statue in front of the house knocked down? I'm going to say twice. So he says two. It was three times. Steph says three. So if two, three, where are you going? Don't look at oh, your phone. So Peter. sorry. No, I was checking notifications. <laughs> I'm going to say four. 
The correct answer is four. Four. Yes. What? You just totally guessed. So one of my favorite numbers. The statue in front of the house was hit four times. Twice by the pizza delivery man, once by the airport shuttle, and once by the police officers. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. So Joe uh, Pesci has a problem cursing. Yes, he <laughs> does. He has a, it, it, like in real life, he has a problem cursing. And so there, there was lots of lots of takes where they couldn't use because he would drop <laughs> f bombs. That's funny. And so oh, he has a problem cursing too much. Right. Yes, I like I was trying to imagine him like struggling to curse, and he's like, shh, <laughs> shh. I can't do it. There's a nine year old here. <laughs> no, Shit. No. Oh, now I have to redo the whole scene. You so, said it too calmly. So so, what f word did Christopher Columbus uh, advise Joe Pesci to say instead of fuck? Fudge? Freak. Freaking. Funk. Fridge. Fridge? fridge. What the fridge? You friggin' fridge. <laughs> and so when you go back and listen to it, there's a lot of takes of him going, a lot of it sounds like Looney Tune stuff, but there's a lot of that friggin' fridge, fridge, fridge. Whenever we first started this, I was going to say that this movie reminded me a lot of Looney Tunes, like which yeah, you don't yeah. see in like movies oh, nowadays. Right. Oh yeah, with, just like with all the gratuitous and, violence oh, yeah. and all. Oh, yeah. yeah, the end of third act is a cartoon. It's a live action cartoon. I mean, just straight up, all the pratfalls, all the all the booby traps. That is a, just Looney Tunes, yeah. right? Right uh, through through I and have through. Trivia for you, sure. Which famous actress was in part three? I haven't oh. seen. I haven't seen three. So I haven't seen three. <laughs> Mm. Um, Angelina Jolie, oh, Olivia Wilde, Kate Hudson, nope, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, Scar- oh that's right. Scar- like probably maybe thirteen. Oh wow! Because yeah, I just had to watch it the other day. So that's awesome. What a fun trivia! Thank you for sharing. Does he get left behind again? Is that what happens? The All three times? Oh uh, no! Um, so on, new- on the third one, they just have to go to work, and he's got chicken pox or something. Oh, okay. So they live like the dad has They've to leave. They've grown his parents. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the dad has to leave for a little while, and he's there for a period of time. And then yeah. the next day, the mom has to leave in an emergency for work or something. I see. So during rehearsals for the scene where Harry attempts to bite off Kevin's finger, Joe Pesci actually bit Macaulay Culkin's finger, leaving a small scar. Oh God! Yes. Oh my God! That's awesome. Macaulay Culkin's stunt double was a very short 30-year-old man. Oh, my word. <laughs> Even better. When do they need a stunt double? I guess maybe when he was ziplining? Yeah, well, I imagine. Was it zipline? Maybe so, but... Um, the movie is considered a tradition, traditional Christmas movie in Poland. It has aired on national television during primetime Christmas season every year since 1990. In 2011, the movie aired on December 23rd with an audience of over 5 million Polish people. I would 100 be, 100% be okay if they would just do away with a Christmas story. What? And then I love Christmas. Alone. No, no. Gotta no, have Christmas 100%, story. Like, I, I'm Polish, apparently. Let's go. They have to flip-flop it, because I love Christmas stories. Yeah, I like, do, too. My dad, that was one the, that, like, every year, my dad was like, it's back on again, and we just kept that channel the, on to the point yeah. where I was like, I'd like to take that but away. But I also and do that. like... <laughs> The cuss word. Where did you get that from? That movie's classic. Yeah, no, movie. that movie's annoying. Uh, movie gets under my skin. It makes me angry. I've only seen it the once for the last podcast. And you liked and it. By it was the way, Macaulay Culkin is an amazing shot. Speaking of BB gun, he hit every one of those figures <laughs> and the spatula <laughs> right? right first time. Not getting yeah. those, those old Kenner starting lineup figures. He got bullied a lot by his siblings. <laughs> but but it wasn't even his gun because he had to steal it from Buzz's room, right. right? So to pick it up and instantly be that good, yeah. I call shenanigans. Shenanigans. Pick it up now, 40-year-old. The kid Let's see is what just special. Do. He's awesome. 
They they uh, they really didn't did not give that kid their, his props. The parents are terrible parents. He's obviously the best kid that they have. Yeah. Just ignore the rest of them. Most uh, creative, mm-hmm. going places. According to Chris Columbus, uh, John Hurd was very unhappy about working on Home Alone. Feeling Who that, is that? Uh, John Hurd is uh, Peter McAllister, uh, Kevin's dad. Thank you. Uh, feeling that the the movie was going to be terrible. However, upon seeing the finished product and the sub- subsequent success. He apologized to Columbus when they were shooting scenes for Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. He broke character in his first take to tell Columbus. Uh, uh, Chris Columbus says he still has the footage of Hurd's apology on videotape. Uh, John Hurd died a couple of years back. That's awesome. And so uh, so he's got this videotape of like, hey, you know, this movie was awesome. After the first one it was successful, he was like, I like money. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Um, can we talk about Buzz's girlfriend? Oh, oh God! Wolf, wolf, <laughs> yeah, girlfriend, wolf. So, um, the the way it was written in the script, it was supposed to be this picture of this ugly, ugly girl, and um, the art director was upset. Thought it was, well, no, director Chris Columbus thought it was too cruel to make fun of a girl like that. So instead, they used a boy. Was it Buzz? No, it uh, was art director Dan Webster's son. That they dressed up <laughs> as a girl, and That's so hilarious. he is Wolf. So. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin drew the maps that his character uses to set up the trap. Oh, awesome. So that's his artwork. Oh, really? Yeah, so when he sets that's the cool. trap, yeah. that's, that's Macaulay's that's art. Okay. Um, I bet you those are worth money now. I bet too. it is. Uh, so do you know where this film movie was filmed? On a, on a studio. Um, it looked like a sound set, a lot of it, like a studio. Right. Um, uh, it was filmed in a school gym. Oh, okay. They built the interior of the McAllister house inside the the gym. The school it's a it's a college, I believe, and it was um, they built they built the whole because they were in Chicago, so they built but they built the entire McAllister home in the gym. The scene where he goes to the neighbor's house being chased and in the water is in the they filmed that in the pool. Oh, nice! In the school's pool. Really? Yeah. So all all that stuff is that's in a pool. So they just set the pool to make it look like a basement, and that's crazy. So Hollywood, man, Hollywood. There's a there's a really great Netflix series called um, uh, the Movies That Made Us, and the first season, one of the movies they do is Home Alone, and so it's all this backstory about Home Alone, oh, that's awesome. and that's where you find out. Well, oh yeah, we filmed it in a, and they show you. It's literally they, they all the sound stages were in a in this school and how they got the school. It's very very fascinating. Cool. And all the of course the exteriors were taken uh, at. Uh, in Chicago, the McAllister's house is a real house. You can drive by it, so it's a it's a real thing. You need that address. <laughs> it's on the net. I didn't I didn't put it for the podcast, but you Google. You know, it. that's the one thing I was looking at. Is like, golly, what do these people do to have these homes like this? Businessman. There, yeah, right. <laughs> dude, dude. <Business>. fashion designer. <laughs> Look, early nineties, man. The, the, there was no like tech bubble bust yet. The money was flowing. They were, you know. Yeah. I like that. Co- all they had to do was say, "This is a businessman, fashion designer." What do they do? It doesn't matter. It doesn't Did you matter. hear me say businessman? Don't ask yeah. questions. That's all you get to business know. Businessman equals lots Mafia. of money. <laughs> Fashion. Mafia. Fashion. Mm. Yep. They're going so to Paris. In, in the scene where Kevin walks past the driveway and just as Harry and Marv are driving down it and stop in time to avoid hitting him, they did that by shooting it in reverse. So they, he stayed by the uh, front of the van and then they backed it up. And so they run the, the, run the footage in reverse. It looked like he's almost being hit by it. So that's how they did that. Nice. Um, 
The poster and box video box image showed Kevin with his hands on his face and screaming was improvised by Calkin. He had forgotten to pull his hands away as he screamed. This became the most famous shot of the movie. Interesting. All right. So this one's uh, speaking of Elvis or Elvis. I I forgot this was a tie-in, so that's going to be real fun. If I can get the if I can get the computer to cooperate. It likes to not. There is a legend that Elvis Presley, who died in 1977, makes a cameo in this movie. Many of those who believe that Elvis is still alive. Uh, the, the, I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's a thing that people believe? Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, a, it's an urban legend that Elvis Presley just decided he wanted out of the spotlight and faked his own death. So, so my mom kind of the plot of worships Hotel. Elvis. <laughs> like we had a bigger canvas of Elvis in our house than we ever had of any picture of any of her children that she birthed. <laughs> There you go. Uh, how have I not heard of this? Really? My grandfather Ever. knew Elvis. Oh, we that's got cool. him a gig down here nice. uh, at, the, at the fair and used to go to, I think it was Atlanta, to hang out with him. And he was like, oh, I don't like hanging out with him because he'd get drunk and shoot at his TV. So he used to not hang out with him. Oh, wow. <laughs> at one point in time, he owned his pink Cadillac. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Learning, so, so, learning so much about the Wigeon family, man. I know, I know right? it. You should join mafia. us more often. Maybe you are mafia. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe you are he's, mafia. He's real happy. Yeah. He's trying to disguise it. So Businessman. <laughs> yes, right. So there's a legend of Elvis who died in 77, made a cameo in this movie. Many of those who believe that Elvis is still alive maintain that the heavily bearded man standing in the background of the scene where Mrs. McAllister is shouting at the desk clerk just before she meets John Candy is Elvis. Now I have to go back and watch that scene. They have asserted for years that the man is in the correct age range. Elvis would have been around 55 at this time. Makes a head movement that Elvis frequently made during concerts. And that no record has ever been found of this particular actor's um, participation in the movie. What, say, what time of the movie? What point of the movie was it again? Where she's at the counter in the airport yelling at the, the clerk about getting her a ticket right before John Candy comes up and offers her a ride. So this would have been like in a natural airport probably. No, what's a close set? So they, I mean, oh okay. Was it was it part two or part one? Because we kind of binged them, so I don't remember. This is the first one. This first one, one. Where, where she's trying to hawk like a, a yeah. necklace. Yeah, that's the first one. That is the first one. Okay, yeah. that's when she's in Paris and yeah. she's trying to get back to the U.S. All right, so <clears throat> this theory theory was finally debunked in 2018. So people have been wondering about this Wait, since 92. Finally been debunked. <laughs> Someone does for it. was me. I was disappointed. <laughs> um. So, finally debunked in 2018 when an investigating journalist identified the extra as a man called Gary Richard Grott, who had passed away from a heart attack in February 2016. Grott's family was able to confirm that it was Grott in the movie and also revealed that he'd been working regularly as an extra on several Chris Columbus movies, uh, although Home Alone was the first one where he actually that he actually appeared in. I'm disappointed. They shouldn't have told. I'm telling you, he should have been Elvis. No, I mean, just, just like, don't tell. Yeah. Oh, Even if you know, just don't tell. <laughs> so I found my note about the uh, novelization. So Buzz's pet tarantula was named Axel. That and that was in the novelization. Written. I mean, it's a great name. Buzz and um, Axel. Uh, and Peter's job is given as successful businessman, and Kate is a fashion designer. So that's that's there's that. So here's a question. Here's the thing that bothers me most about like Home Alone, outside of like the terrible parents. <clears throat> How long is the flight from Chicago to Paris? I know f from 
New Orleans to Germany was like seven, eight hours. Okay. Is this so like a trivia that, question? Well, you, you, we can turn into that. That's fine. Because I was about to Google it. Because I've got the answer. Um, but yeah, so I'm, you know. So it, why did it take so long? <laughs> well, they leave in the morning, right? And so, uh, look, it takes eight hours. Yeah, so say seven, takes, eight hours. It takes, it takes eight hours to get from Chicago to Paris on flights. Is that without layovers? There's no layovers over the yes, ocean. It's a, it's a but drink. is there anywhere that would layover? <laughs> like, if they're coming from Chicago, is there anywhere that they would stop on the side of the country? I doubt it. I, like, I know I, you're being like a smart ass about the ocean, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know where you want to lay over. Man, the attitude just got thick up in here. <laughs> but, like, that doesn't mean they go straight from Chicago all the way to their exact location. So sometimes there's a layover. If there was a layover, I would imagine it would have been in New York. Right. However, this family is. Obviously, has wealth, <laughs> right? Yeah, Mafia. but they didn't have like straight flights back then. Did yeah, they, yeah, they, did. yeah, they didn't. It was only—it's not that far gone. <laughs> I flew flew to Germany in the nineties, eighties. Well, actually, saying, like, you couldn't. Do, I mean, I, I went know. to school in Germany in the eighties. So, but there's my my point is when they discover that Kevin's gone, it's clearly nighttime on the plane. Right. Right. Well, right. So, so eight hours from eight o'clock. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I mean. Well, so that's be. even more time they didn't know. Right. <laughs> it also could have been like time zone changes too, though. Right. Well, of that's course th- there would be, but, but like that, that'd make it like this. The, like it looks like it's night, not like the sun's going down. It looks like it's night. I mean, if if, if you want to get about other gripes, the police didn't even try. <laughs> no. Right. I mean, like the parents were bad, but the police in this movie were yeah. even worse. They didn't right? even try at all. Oh, uh, Chicago PD. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was eight hours, and so I was, I was, I was confused by like, you know, when they, she finds out it, it's dark, and it's like, okay, so I get, so five o'clock Christmas time, yeah, it's darker, right? Right. Cause time, you know, because of. Uh, I mean, I think if you consider time change, because like if you think about going from like central to eastern, that's adding an hour. So if they just continue to fly and add hours, right? So if it's eight hours, and then you add like five. Well, they're se- actually they're seven hours ahead of us. Okay, so, so even better. So, so that would so be fifteen hours. Okay. So it would a it could very possibly be dark Science. once they hit over there. Science. 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 I like how she goes through all this trouble and she doesn't have to because she arrives at the same time that her family does. Right. That's the fun about <laughs> but, it. Is like, but as a mom, I could see not being able to wait two inaction. days. It's like you've got to like. Be actively doing something to go get your kid. I got you. I just like again. I don't know why the police couldn't. Doesn't that made no sense? I would have been the mom in the movie. I would not have been the dad. Oh, it's whatever. Yeah. No, I would have been the mom too. He's my son. He'll be fine. (laughs) Kevin, you're what the French call les incompetents. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So here's an interesting, just an interesting question uh, again you three are all parents your your children are, are grown and out though yeah but when they were small and your son's around the same age and you have a daughter that's close in the same age mm-hmm. how would they cope in that situation if it was just them by themselves and you can pick one of your children uh, well I mean they, mine would be different Jack would have shit his pants and panicked <laughs> I mean there's no way he would have been able to cope Pierce on the other hand would have been fine. Right. I mean, he's, he, I mean, Parrish is the kid that would always disappear from me anyway, because he was like so, so incredibly independent. He would, I had to 
literally was the kid that I had to walk on a leash, you know, like a kid leash, because he would just take off with whoever. He I was fun. like one of those kid leashes, but I wanted to have like a super spring in it. I mean, like <laughs> something to <laughs> where like great. if they were like 10 feet out, you could hit the button and just catch them. Like, <laughs> <football. laughs> yeah, great. just like catch but, them in the air. That'd but be sweet. Jack was my Velcro child when he was little. It's like he, I couldn't get him off. It's like go away, kid. It's like yeah. you know, it's like so. Yeah, he, Jack would have panicked. That for was, sure. That's Penny. Because Penny's seven, and she, she freaks out if she's doesn't have anybody sleeping in her room that night because she's like, I'll be the only one downstairs. Like this house isn't that big. We don't have a large house. You're fine. All of the pets are on your floor. You're not alone. But. Mickey would have just been fine. She would have just lived her life. Yeah, that'd be Callie would have set the place ablaze. <laughs> she would have been the one to set all of the booby traps, and they would have been for us. And it would have been a retaliation for leaving her. Is she a Scorpio? I don't know. <laughs> what, what is her birthday? June. 14th. Okay, she's not. Oh wait, June fourteenth. She's a Gemini, so she's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> she would have. She would have like. <laughs> she was the one that. Like she came out and I was like, "There's no more children, no more can happen." Thomas uh, depends on what day it was because <laughs> Thomas is super independent. So there's times where he doesn't need, and then there's other times where he's not. So I think it would have started off with him being fine. He'd have made himself food. He's pretty self-sufficient. But then after a period of time when there was nobody there, that would have started to get to him. Right. So yeah. That and then he would have broke because then he's really sensitive. He's mm-hmm. alone. So. Gotcha. Gotcha. Kids are all different. All right, so let's finish this out. All right. So um, the budget in this film, you want to take a guess at the budget? $15 million. Oh, it's got to be a lot if they built a whole set in a school. It's also 1990, so. Oh, uh, well, there's that. So things were... Uh, $21 million. 21, we got 15, 21. 19. Close, 18. All right. Um, what did it do on its opening weekend? 25. 25. When did what what when did it open? November 16th through the 18th, 1990. Okay. So around Christmas time, so I'm going to say uh 24. 24, 25. I'm going to say 12. 17. 17. Oh. So it made it basically made its budget That's for good. opening weekend. Um which I will go ahead and let you know that it would number 1 spot. Can you name the next 5 movies? <laughs> I hate so, this game. This is my favorite game because no one can ever get it. Um, so, fuck. In 1990, I was a senior in high school <laughs> and probably was drinking a lot. Uh, all right. So, was there a Disney film? Yes. Was there The Lion King? No. It's after The Little Mermaid because she was in 89. This is a, this is a re-released Disney film. What the Pinocchio? This is a it's a classic, but not that Dumbo. not 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 as old. Fantasia, not as old. Dumbo, think seventies. Beauty <clears throat> and the Beast. That's not the seventies. Good lord, Snow girl. White. Here's some hints. The rescuers. Here's some hints for this for the top. Mickey the, Mouse. We have talked about um, today. <laughs> one of these me. movies. Okay. Star Wars, Star Trek. <laughs> You're doing your norm. <clears throat> We have one of them is a sequel of the very first movie we did on this podcast. It's <sighs> like a trick every time he says that. <laughs> I know. Because I, I, I I'm the only one who remembers this stuff. It's what funny. was the first movie Right, we exactly. Did? <laughs> We've done this before. This is what's great. And the last one um, it stars the guy in the last episode we did. The last live episode we did. 
What did we do last? I wasn't here for the last two. Oh, I, okay. So the last movie we did was Roadhouse. Right. So, okay. So it Derby started. Uh, was it Dirty what Dancing? What was the first what movie would, we what did What was his this? next film after Roadhouse? Um, Ghost. Yes. Ghost is Ghost. number five. <laughs> what? There you go. Child's Play. Yes. Child's Play 2 is number three. Look, Look at that. me. <laughs> Because <laughs> you had to get help. That's, okay. like, hey. that's almost like looking it up on your phone. Hey. So, Wrath of Khan. Hey, hey. No. Okay, that's one we talked about tonight. So. What else did we talk about? Other, uh, Top yeah, Gun. In fact, you Top talk, Gun. We didn't talk about Top Gun today. I, yes, talk, I, did. I did. I talked about her yeah. helmet. She looked oh. like Top Gun. Oh. Yeah. No. Scotty, keep up. So, sorry. Ching, um, ching, I, will, I, will even, I even say, you even mentioned it. The color purple. <laughs> 84. Okay. One of Jamie's favorites. Knock them out. Oh my God. It was one of Shawshank Redemption? I'm 97. Then it had to have been a few good men then. Uh, no, that's no. 94. Okay. So what else did I say? Rocky? Rocky Horrid came out in the 70s. No, 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 just Rocky. Rambo. Rocky. Oh, one of the Rockies. Oh, one of the Rockies. Yes. Which one? <laughs> Rocky 3. No. no. Two, four. Nope. 17. So close. Five. Yes. <laughs> Rocky five. Yeah. How many Rockies are there? 17. <laughs> there's a it. lot. No, seriously, there's a lot of Rockies. And then and then it's gone into the Creed now, where like Rocky is still in it, but he's training Apollo Creed's son. Yes, I've seen all those too, thanks to my husband. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. He's on a cane. The uh, number four spot, because no one will get it, is the Rescuers Down Under's re-release. Didn't I just say the Rescuers? She says the Rescuers. I totally said the Rescuers. I'm sorry. I did not hear that. Uh, he is just not listening to the things uh, well, you're throwing down. Well, I was really proud so of you for that. Congratulations on the Rescuers. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, credit work I have to do. I'm not going to. He's like, no one will get it. He's not like, He's not used to any anybody <laughs> getting these, but you, I actually got that one. When exactly. he said it was a 70s, you know, Disney movie, I said yeah, the Rescuers. So, yearly. I'm getting down to normally I have this already written out I just done a time this week so I feel you what we need to do is put a, a mirror behind him so we can see his laptop that's what we do <laughs> I just wish we would wear his glasses yeah. more <laughs> you know your reflection can you name the top five movies of 1990 The Rescuers Rocky hold on okay so in, in the whole year so the whole, the whole Home Alone Home Alone is uh, Ooh, Independence Day okay so <laughs> no, okay, slow down well done well, slow down Number three, Home Alone. Okay. Independence with, is what? With 143 million five hundred. Independence Day was 1996. Oh, <laughs> oh. Ghost. You were so close. Ghost is number one. Yeah. <gasps> 205 well million. Ghost was a big thing back then. Yeah, I haven't seen that. So we are missing. It, Whoopi was even nominated for an Oscar, wasn't she? She won the she Oscar. She won Oscar it's for she, Ghost? She won her, that's her, her Oscars from Ghost. Really? It should have been for Color Purple. So Color Purple was nominated for 11 Oscars, won zero. That's the... <laughs> Terrible. Yes. Yes. Because it was such a good movie. It's a great movie. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Um, I haven't seen that one either. You got to watch it. We should do it on the podcast. I think it's, uh, we should do it's it on the podcast. It's one of my favorite. It's like probably it's my favorite movie of all time. All right. So there's three left. Uh, well, we struggled for the, the week of. <laughs> yeah. so. Right, so this is, um, we have done the ones that are in the week. I'll say that. I will, I will give a hint for number two. Ready? Uh-huh. Julia Roberts. Pretty, Pretty woman. woman. Pretty woman. Correct. Number four Mm-mm-mm-mm. was based on an action cartoon and not Disney. Johnny Bravo. 
<laughs> an action cartoon? Uh, I don't know why that's the first thing I thought of. Ninja Turtles. Yes. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Look at you. Oh, on. see, and you, you've asked me that before, and I always remember, <laughs> I literally have a Raphael Christmas ornament from 1990 when that movie came out, because I love Ninja Turtles. Vanilla and she ice, recently put her tree up, so her excuse for so. not getting Wasn't this is not acceptable. Hey, so I should have... Go Ninja, go Ninja, go Ninja, yo. Go Ninja. We're going to have the Ninja Turtles here. Are you really? plug <laughs> in like three months. Are you serious? Yes. Like, really? Mm-hmm. It's going to be a weekend shindig. Mm-hmm. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Shameless Who's plug. your favorite Ninja Turtle? Probably Michelangelo. Yeah, mine was always Raphael. Yeah. Because he was kind of a dick. Mine's the purple one because purple is my favorite color. <laughs> I don't know his You don't name. know which one is, do you? Or what he does. That's hilarious. I like, what's your favorite drink, purple? <laughs> his right. name would be Donatello. So, the last uh, film. Does he have the two? <laughs> 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 Do you know what those are called? No. <laughs> Nut the, clearly, they're the. <laughs> we need video. Wow, <laughs> 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 I, I don't even know what you're trying to. It had to start because I kept doing things like that, where it's like people need to see what you're doing. <laughs> um, for the last one, um, Sean Connery is your hint. It's James Rain, Bond, uh, right? N- no, huh? no, he didn't do James. Did he not it's do not, James Bond? He did when he was really young. Okay, uh, not Rain Man. No, it's Sean Connery and Rain Man. It's the one where he's in the jungle trying to find a cure for cancer. Not Medicine Man. Not that's medicine ninety. Man. That's a ninety-three. Okay. It's the one. Oh, it's close. Though. It's well um, um, Entrapment. No, that's later. That's like ninety-six, ninety-seven. Okay, okay, I can't get James Bond out of my head. So he did a lot oh. of other stuff with it. Uh, Hunt for Red October. Yes, Yo, Hunt for Red October. That's a good Dab one. A Look at that. That's Dab terrible. again. Uh, we have done one other movie from nineteen ninety on this part- podcast. Oh, I hate it when he does that. Um, I always feel so guilty. <laughs> we did. Uh, we played uh, this game before. Last Halloween. So Halloween of not this past one, but last year we did. Was night- it a horror film? Yeah, of course it was. It's. Nightmare, nightmare. No, we did nightmare this year. Okay, this, so yeah. it was one of the Halloween. N- no, night, night was close in the name. Night, Nightwing, Fright Night, N- Night Moves, <laughs> Fright Night, Nine to the Living Dead. Yes, the Thank remake. We, yes. did the we did the 1990 remake. We did the 1990 remake. So I love about this podcast. I could, I could, I could literally. We just show the same movies over, and she wouldn't know. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. My brain is so fried; it's not even funny. But do you know that if you and I did not drink as much as we do, that we'd probably remember things like oh, Scotty? That's cute. Do you know it's mainly because of all of the other things I try well, to I know, cram you, up? Yeah, in there, you've got a lot going on. Spews out. Mm-hmm. There's no room. So we did Night Alcohol of Living Dead from 1990, <laughs> and uh, it ranked. Uh, would you like to guess where it was? Yeah, I know y'all remember. Oh yeah, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, I told her. It was watching ranked, that. It was, it was like one hundred and forty-four. You're close. Okay, then it was one hundred. In between one one forty-four. One twenty-nine. Oh, very close. Twenty-eight. There you go. One twenty-eight. I knew it was down there. Oh yeah, it was down there. That's what she said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that was our look at Home Alone. That was fantastic. I had a good yes, time. Final, final thoughts. What about this movie? Definitely holds up. Oh. One hundred percent. I did not rewatch it because I'm terrible, but well, I thought it was busy. fun before. So should we watch it? Should we watch it? I, I, should, we, I plan to. It just like ran out of time. I don't know. You do movie nights with the kids. I think this would be a good movie night okay. for them. I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> he definitely been watched three. So I'm right. not afraid anymore. <laughs> um, so your final thoughts are you just not afraid anymore? <laughs> not afraid anymore. <laughs> nice. What he's saying is start the cage show. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime he's ready. So tell me, uh, how can we find you? 
TommyWetchin.com, GamersAndGeeks.com. Tell us a little bit about Gamers and Geeks. Gamers and Geeks is a game store I purchased about five years ago. Uh, it is 26,500 square feet. It had seating before COVID-19 for 176 people, but now it's probably around the 76 range. It has RPG rooms. We do board games, card games, dice games, RPGs. We have a retro arcade. We have a built-in land center. We have a podcast studio. A uh, little bit of everything. We do online sales, TCGs, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Dragon Ball Super, the Naruto game. We do manga, anime nights, Warhammer 40K, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, you name it. <laughs> That's awesome. Beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, <laughs> chicken, turkeys, hams, clams. And one day and one day a coffee shop. And and, and soon to be level up coffee shop. I cannot wait. I'm okay. I'm so excited about the coffee. Because I always run late because I have to stop at Starbucks. <laughs> How did I not the what? You didn't yeah. know that we're going to have coffee no. shop? No. When was this decided and when was I not told? <laughs> it's been decided now for a long time. Like, yeah. it, it, it was part of the opening plan. It just takes a while to get things off the ground. That's and fair. Then we're kind of in the middle of a pandemic. So <laughs> just slowed everything down. That, that kind of slows things down because they have to get the food and beverage permit and all that. And yeah. It's so a new timeline. Back. ETA, Tom Tom. Uh, it's supposed to be this month. <laughs> Tom Tom. So might be a few months. It's like... I know. It's like the 13th. So are we talking December this month or January this probably month? Because like, it's fair if we round it up. Yeah, probably okay. a few months. Okay. Hoping by the time the Ninja Turtles get here, that'd be sweet. We can have like a Donatello, Michelangelo, Raphael. Oh, there you go. Purple sprinkles. <laughs> no. Mm. Uh, well, thank you very much for coming. You're welcome well, anytime. Okay. We, we had a good time. And definitely. so this is Sky saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.